Glory to my Guru, Shri Krishna Guruji. In the previous episode, we completed Chapter 3 and talked about the higher intellect and mind. So we continue the Bhagavad Gita in this new chapter, Chapter 4, the Yoga of Knowledge, as well as the Disciplines of Action and Knowledge. This is Chapter 4, Verse 1 through 4. Sri Bhagavan said, I revealed this immortal yoga to Vivaswan, sun god, and Vibhaswan conveyed it to Manu, his son, and Manu imparted it to his son, Ikshwaku. Thus transmitted in succession from father to son, Arjuna, this yoga remained known to the Raja Rishis. Through long lapse of time, this yoga got lost to the world. The same ancient yoga, which is the supreme secret, has this day been imparted to you by me because you are my devotee and friend. Arjuna said, You are of recent origin, while the birth of Vivashwan dates back to remote antiquity. How then am I to believe that you imparted this yoga at the beginning of creation? This ends verse 4. In these verses, the Lord continues to inform us of his vastness. From its beginning to the present day, the Lord has been guiding creation. The Lord stated that he revealed the immortal yoga, and that is the teaching of my guru, Sri Krishna Guruji. The knowledge is here within us, but has been covered by ignorance. He reveals knowledge to some directly, then entrusts some of those devotees with the duty to convey it to others. But like all things with the passage of time, the teachings too become corrupted. In the fourth verse, we hear Arjuna's own doubt. This is true of most everyone. God could be standing right in front of us, and yet we with our little minds doubt him. As a sincere aspirant begins their training, there comes many doubts, and it's the duty of the aspirant to bring their most sincere questions to their teacher. At first, the questions will be many, and that's all right. Lasting faith is rarely blind. It's the spiritual master who will lift that shadow of doubt by answering the disciples' questions. In addition, the aspirant will undergo years of sadhana. Sadhana is the spiritual practice one undertakes for purification and focus because it is necessary to focus your mind. For the path of devotion, Sri Krishna Guruji has recommended reading about the glories of God and about the lives of saints and sages. We're to attend satsangs, contemplate spiritual lessons, say prayers, sing, and even dance if you're so inclined. We continue now with verses 5-8. through eight. Sri Bhagavan said, Arjuna, you and I have passed through many births. I remember them all. You do not remember, O chastiser of foes. Though birthless and immortal, and the Lord of all beings, I manifest myself through my own Yogamaya, divine potency, keeping my nature, Prakriti, under control. Arjuna, whenever righteousness is on the decline, unrighteousness is in the ascent, then I body myself forth. For the protection of the virtuous, for the extirpation of evildoers, and for establishing Dharma on a firm footing, I manifest myself from age to age. This ends verse 8. The verse 5 to me is beyond beautiful. 
The Lord and Arjuna, Atma and Jivatma, have passed through many births. This is not our first adventure together. Generally, we don't remember our incarnations. We're born in this life, and that's all we know. But the Lord, He remembers each one of them. The Lord is birthless and immortal, without beginning or end. The Lord, through His own divine power, which is outside of His prakriti, manifests Himself. He is not born. The body or form he assumes may have a beginning as such as a birth and an end such as a death, but the one reality, the Supreme Divine Consciousness, does not. The Lord descends to the earthly plane when the creation becomes off-kilter. When the unrighteousness rises, the righteousness declines. The world becomes a cruel place, full of evildoers, and Dharma is lost. Creation is the result of the movements of the five elements among the three gunas. A Maha Yuga can be broken down into four ages. We begin the first age in the Sattva Guna. That Yuga is called Satya. Over time, with the increase of egotism, Sattva begins to decline and Rajas begins to rule. This becomes the Treta Yuga. When Sattva has been suppressed to the smallest of units, and Rajas rules with the rising Thomas Guna, then know us to be in the Dwapar Yoga. Then, with the nearly complete annihilation of Sattva Guna and the suppression of Rajas Guna, Thomas rules. That's where we find ourselves now, in the Kali Yuga. This course of time, these ages, repeat over and over. It's the Lord Himself who takes form throughout. Like a helmsman, he keeps creation on course. Some incarnations of the Lord are minor incarnations and they're here just to give a minor push. Others are eternal incarnations who are here to help maintain righteousness all along. And there are countless incarnations of aspects of the Lord throughout all time. The Lord comes with his entourage, each a part of his own awareness to help creation along. And then, alas, Lord Shri Krishna comes to collect his devotees. So we'll finish here today. We've completed through verse 8. Next episode, we'll continue chapter 4 at verse 9. Thank you for listening. God bless and lots of love.